I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach, and today with us in the hot seat, we have anonymous because she's asked us not to reveal her name. But the question is like this: I recently found out my spouse was cheating on me for the past ten months, and now my partner is asking for forgiveness and wants our marriage to work. I'm thinking of giving a chance because we have a baby together. Trust my spouse anymore, as he was caught, and not that he told me about it. how to forgive build trust and heal myself and our relationship from infidelity especially when i'm traumatized after watching the intimacy video of my spouse and his partner with whom he had an affair now my god this is something that is big it is traumatic and the first thing that i would tell you is don't try to recover from this fast the worst thing that you can do is try to speed your recovery through everything saying that oh everything's fine everything's fine everything's fine Instead I want you to first realize that having a relationship that goes through infidelity like this that goes through a sense of betrayal is very very important to understand that you are probably going through something called grief right now grief is when a part of you dies when a future that you had imagined dies when a particular mindset that you had of the world around you dies we normally think of only grief when it comes to people passing away but actually grief plays a role when it comes to things like breakups as well when it comes to infidelity among spouses or partners so the first thing to understand is that there are five stages of grief and i'm going to read them off my phone so that i don't miss out any of these the first step is denial denial takes place when you suddenly find out about it and you're like no 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 it can't be him really no impossible there must be some mistake there must be something wrong it must be somebody pulling a fast one on me there must be some mistake here denial is the first stage of grief the second stage of grief is anger when you realize that what you just witnessed saw was actually true and this is when you can't express the emotions that are inside of you which is why anger comes out when you don't know what is there but to fight or flight when your adrenaline kicks in it is a self preservatory function that's taking place now this anger is not bad anger this anger is good anger because it is letting everything that is building up outside right it's building up inside you want it to come out if you don't do that you become like a pressure cooker it just starts steaming inside so when this anger comes when this rage comes allow it to be expressed now this doesn't mean that you have to go beat up somebody throw things at somebody shout swear words at somebody but however you feel this anger coming out maybe punching a pillow maybe screaming all these are fine to deal with this particular situation what you're trying to do is basically you're trying to express something that you have no idea how to express yet so that is what this anger is when it is coming out embrace it but don't use it for destruction because remember you're trying to solve something in the future if you cause more damage right now with this anger it's going to be more difficult to solve it in the future all right so use that anger correctly not in a way that's going to be destructive the third stage of grief is bargaining bargaining is when your mind is now finally computing with what has happened and it's trying to negotiate this situation okay but it's only happened a few times okay if you promise that it'll never happen again 
or you know if only i had done this this person would not have done this if only i was this this person would have done this right so negotiation and bargaining happen in so many different ways if only i was more attentive if only i straightened my hair whatever because you know at this point of time our mind is just looking for some form of semblance of logic on why did something like this happen and this is when this whole negotiation starts taking place in our mind we're just searching for a reason that we can play or put on to this strange traumatic thing taking place so the next stage is bargaining or negotiation after that comes sadness this is when you've processed most of the emotions you've realized that everything has happened it has taken place it is almost like that reality is just about to set in and before that reality can set in the sadness starts right this sadness you can use instead of wallowing in it what i normally tell people is that try not to spend too much time only in this sense of sad- sadness doing things to help you pass through the stage of sadness what do i mean by this journaling start writing go to therapy talk to friends get the feeling that you are saying out of you so while in anger you can't express what it is that you are feeling with the sadness stage you can express what you are feeling because now it is the emotions that are coming out are you feeling betrayed are you feeling inferior saying some he chose somebody better than me he chose somebody else i can't believe that right so what is happening is now different emotions are coming up and i want you to use this time around the sadness to identify these emotions that are coming up the final stage of grief is acceptance this is when you've gone through everything and you're like okay it's all happened i accept everything that was supposed to happen has happened what do i do now and it is that stage of what do i do now So the first thing that I would say is go through these five stages without trying to rush through them. Appreciate them, express them, take a few weeks, take a few months, take as long as you need, but make sure that you're constantly making progress and making the right habits at each of these stages to go ahead. Like I've been sharing a few habits through these stages, the anger shouting at a pillow, with the bargaining searching for logic. with the sadness journaling talking to friend going to therapy all these are small small habits that you can start practicing now to help you out through this process finally after all this is done you want to move ahead in your life you have two options you can be with the person or you can leave the person now when you choose to be with the person choose why you want to do that you want to do that because you have a family together you want to do that because you want to support each other you do want to do that because there's probably still love there what is important is that while there might be love while there might be care the trust has been damaged and the trust has gone away so first understand what trust is and we did two full podcasts on trust with steven mr kavi just last week or the week before so do listen to those episodes however those were understanding trust from a business point of view the same principles apply to our relationships as well the first aspect of trust is being clear about what it is that you expect each other what is your parameter of the way that you're going to evaluate your relationship going forward now my trust in you as a person who will not cheat on me has gone away but do i still trust you to take care of the family do i still trust you to be a good parent all those things are things need that you need to discuss 
and what is your definition of a good parent what is your expectation from that person very often couples and i'm saying this after speaking to many 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 couples very interestingly after a stage of infidelity the relationship actually becomes stronger because the communication becomes stronger between the two now this is something that is very convoluted are you saying that all relationships go to infidelity no 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 that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that your communication needs to be much more better now how do i mean by communication needs to be better the first thing is that you need to spend a lot more time talking about things apart from just your daily chores relationships all deteriorate into see the sink needs fixing we need to go for this particular movie by the tickets right it all turns into chores do this do this do this do this that is not called communication right that is called you could have done the entire thing over an email sending a memo to each other communication is actually sitting talking and seeing the other person being with the other person acknowledging their presence so communication is what i'm asking you to do the second thing that you do when you're communicating is you always talk about your expectations and how they're being fulfilled and i've done entire podcasts on creating what are called relationship reviews just the same way that you have reviews at work where every 3 months you do a review in your relationship every week or every 2 weeks you do a review am i happy with the way things are going what are the things that i would like to you to change what are the things that i'm willing to change what are the things i'm not willing to change all these things are important when it comes to communication the last thing when it comes to communication is about creating what we call a safe space a safe space is a place where the person can come and tell you anything without the fear of being judged and without the fear of it being used against that person in the future now both of these are very important things and i think that all spouses all people in relationships need to make this promise to themselves that whatever you tell me i will never ever ever use against you i will never use it to damage your self esteem i will never use it to make you feel small when we are having a fight i will never bring it up these are promises that you need to make so that people can be open with you people can share you know that people who come to me and tell me that ashtin i'm telling you this but i've never uttered this to a soul i've not even told my wife about this thing that has happened to me and when i ask them why they are like she will use it against me she will think i'm weak she will make she make sure that she uses to make me feel i'm weak now these are the problems that people face you know when you said something that i found out and he did not tell me this is a clear way of thinking about a safe space now i'm not saying this is your fault so don't think about it in that context at all i'm saying that the idea in relationships is to create as safe a space that even if he did something like this he would feel comfortable to come and share it with you instead of you finding out this way and that is the goal for having our relationships going forward so coming back to what we are saying the first are understanding the five stages of grief the second is improving your communication and having an honest conversation of where you go from now onwards what are the steps that you're going to take just because he cheated on you once does not necessarily mean that he'll cheat on you again so are you willing to step up to that plate of trust again or are you willing to say fine when it comes to relationships like this and our physical contact i am not going to trust you on this but i am going to trust you on these other aspects of our life and you choose the kind of relationship that you have with this person going forward 
there are so many different forms of relationships that are now being experimented with there are polyamorous relationships there are ethically non-monogamous relationships now i know these are all very taboo topics but these are topics that we need to discuss because these are topics that people are using every day now to save their marriages because they realize that probably the marriage has a higher goal than just the physical intimacy which which they had become probably too accustomed to or bored with and this is a key step in how i see at least society evolving currently so coming back grief followed by communication followed by where do we go now and this is the path having said all of this i strongly suggest that you find yourself a core group of friends a core support system that's going to help you through this time therapist or friends family anyone who's there for you and can continue to be there and create a safe space for you all right i know this has helped you because i know that people go through these episodes of having their trust completely destroyed i remember in school it was all about my friends did this to me and my trust went there as we grow up it becomes about relationships bosses etc in the fundamental aspect is the trust has been broken the truth is trust can come back if you all both work towards it and i strongly suggest that if there's love if there's care and if it is something that you all want to do together seek how you can work on building that trust maybe read steven m r kavi's book on trust it's called the speed of trust check it out and maybe that is something that could possibly help you all right now if you have a question for me check out the link below send me a nice juicy question and i'm going to answer it on the next hot seat episode i'm ashton doctor your habit coach and remember awesome lives start with awesome habits Now if you like this podcast don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network you can listen to us on ivmpodcast.com you can also follow us on social media we are IVM podcast on twitter and instagram if you want to reach out to me i am at ashdin doc on twitter and instagram you can also go to my website awesome180.com now i have just published my first book it is called change your habits change your life please do check it out on amazon and wherever else you get your books